Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Caught the 20. Racing near sideline 10. Turn the 5. Touchdown Raiders. The crowd applauds because Las Vegas just win, baby. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. You know, as many times as I've said the word Cadillac, as DeMond Cotton is in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, and I'm here at the Oyo Hotel and Casino, the Underground Lounge, all of a sudden on my computer, lo and behold, Cadillacs start popping up. My computer hates me. My computer absolutely hates me. Cadillacs and Nikes keep popping up. I can't afford Cadillacs, but the, the Nikes are a different subject, right? Nikes get me stuck kind of like, well, maybe I should get these. And there's these shoes, Damon. I'm such a big fan of the Air Max 270s. Matter of fact, I, no, I don't have them on today. Man, speaking of, this is a total side note. Speaking of the Nikes that I'm wearing today, I have the, I don't remember what these are. I don't know. They're the ones that have the air pocket all the way, the whole, the whole bottom of the, the shoe. I don't, know if, I don't know how to describe them. There's a point to this. Believe me, there is. Um, so I get out of the car here at the Oyo. And it's really wet outside. So I'm just like, whatever. I'm walking in, and I go to step on the curb. And I promise you, because these shoes, here, I'll take them off so James can see them. See, they're these. I, I don't think know. you're talking about the 370s, because I think you have a pair of 370s. These. These right here. Can you see them? Yeah, I can. They okay, got the those are the air pocket on the bottom. Is, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, those are either the 360s they're, or the 370s. All right, well, you get the idea. They have the air pocket on the whole bottom. So I go to step on the curb, and it's really slippery, and these little air pockets are not good for traction. Let me tell you, when it's slippery. So all of a sudden, as I step on the curb, I slip, and my foot, one of my feet goes up in the air, and the other one is the, only, is the last of the Mohicans, man. One, I got one leg that's holding me up. And you know, immediately I think, oh, damn, who sees this? So my leg is in the air, and I'm looking around like, who's, but I didn't fall. To my credit, I did not fall. I found a way to catch myself. Luckily, there was a trash can, like, right where I walked in or where I was walking and stepping on the curb. So my hand grabbed the trash can, and I didn't fall. But I immediately, before anything, I looked around like, did anyone see? Did anyone see? Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't worry about that I didn't fall. I'm worried about who's paying attention. Like, my focus is so wrong. <laughs> right, you're right. If I fail, someone will be like, man, you want to see this video? Because you know how people are. Ain't nobody going to be like, hey, man, you okay? They're going to be like, man, I got that on video. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was, uh, so be careful. I guess my PSA is be careful out there. Uh, it's a little slippery. But, uh, yeah, today the, the choice of, of shoes was incorrect. I uh, should have thought about that a little bit better and uh, planned my day accordingly. Shouldn't wear shoes that are all air on the bottom when it's rainy outside. Just going ahead and say that. But going back to the conversation I was having about these uh, Air Max 270s, man, I'm a big fan of them. And there's a white pair with, and it's called white and hot punch black and they're really nice and they're staring at me and every single time i go to another page on my computer they keep popping up i don't know how to run from them demon i don't know why these things keep chasing me because nike's telling you buy the shoes cue that it's the sign where people I, always say they're looking I for know. a sign your computer's giving you a sign on every web page you open I'm telling you, man, I'm going to the text line, and all of a sudden there's like a Nike right there. I'm like, man, what is this thing haunting me for? So, yeah, 
when when it comes up that I uh, ended up buying these shoes, and then they show up to the house and the wife's gonna be like, "Oh, you bought another pair of shoes, huh?" And I'll say, "It was my computer. My computer. The last shoes I bought it was Paul Gutierrez from ESPN. His fault because he was talking about them during the you know in the in the media room uh, at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. He was like, "You, I got these Nikes, man. You like them?" And I was like, "I sure do." And so he ended up talking me into buying them without even saying a word except for, do you like them? And I ended up buying them. So I blamed them on Paul. So these, I don't know who to blame them on except for Nike. I'm just going to say Nike's chasing me, man. They're chasing me. Speaking of Nikes and Air Max, I was at the gym today before I came in for the morning tailgate. And I stopped the guy. I usually, I don't, I'm not trying to talk to anybody at the gym. It's all business. But I was like, hey, man, where'd you get those Air Max from? And he said, I saw somebody at the gym wearing them. And I asked him. And he was, and then he said, uh, I, for, he, I forgot what site. But it was just that funny chain reaction of, those are some nice shoes. That he even had to stop a guy Man. at the gym, and that's how he got them. So, so as you were talking about your Air Max story, I was just Googling Air, like colorful Air Max 90 because they had a cool colorway, and that's why they caught my eye. So uh, that's, that's, that's what I'm on the hunt for right now. They were Air Max 90s? Yeah, they were 90s, but it was just a colorway I hadn't seen before. It was a nice, like okay. a real nice, colorful you know, look to it, and I was like, man, that really pops out. You know, it looked like a nice gym well, shoe. Well, the, the 270s to me are the most comfortable ever. I have about five different pairs of five different colors of the 270s, which I know is sick, but I do. I have them, and I'm looking right now. I'll show James. James, this is the ones I'm looking <laughs> at right here. They're white with the with – the, uh, what is it called? Hot punch, hot punch black. It's pretty clean, huh? See, see, James knows. No, James, hop on the James mic. We, he, he could, he could be speaking for you, and that's not what you're saying. James, are oh, they yeah. clean? Yeah, go ahead. Man, they are clean, man. I can't lie, man. Man, they are clean. You know, how James, <laughs> James is all cool. So, James don't get excited about nothing, man. James could win the lottery. Like James, you just won five million dollars. That's cool, man. man that's, that's cool, cool. man. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, you know slide on back for a minute. I'll be back later. Go on out here and check out the scene real quick. Like James is so so low key and cool, but yeah, they're clean. I'll show you tomorrow, Demond, when I'm back in the in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. But I did want to go over the games that we saw Super Wild Card Weekend. I also did want to hear from you, Raider Nation, at seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. I don't I don't need to know about your shoes. That's my that's my uh, one of my uh, weaknesses. Let's put it like that. Nikes six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. So don't be broke. dot com text sign. Now that you've seen the games this weekend, what is the gap like, in your opinion, between the Raiders and the best teams in the AFC, the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chiefs? And are you going to be paying attention? Are you going to be paying attention to this game tonight, a little bit closer, with all the speculation about Tom Brady? <laughs> there you go. Want to know if you're going to be paying attention to this game a little bit closer? Buccaneers, Cowboys tonight. We have it on the screens here at the Underground Lounge. Speaking of Nikes, let's go out to Seoul, Korea, and talk to our guy Raider Rock. What's on your mind, Raider Rock? What's up, Q? Well, when you're talking about Nikes, I mean, it triggers me to call you from, from Seoul, Korea. So. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to um, talk about the gap. And, you know, I, I didn't see the full, the full games live, but I did see some of the uh, highlights and, and the whatnot. And I think, you know, I mean, obviously the gap in QB is, is you, you just don't know how you're going to fill it, so that's big. Good QB right. play is, is important. Even even the teams that played their backups, I mean, they played lights out, you know, most of the game. So, but that also leads me to think that you know, I mean, you know, you make do with what you have. Good coaches, you know, adjust and they play with the players they've got instead of the players they want. And you know, I just feel like 
you know, the gap's bigger because I don't think our head coach is a good head coach. I mean, that's just, you know, how I see it. Good head yes, coach of it looks like, you know, they, they play, you know, they play with what they have and they try to make the, the best. I mean, you know, Miami played lights out. You know, they didn't have their regular QB. I mean, I mean, I don't even know the name of their backup, you know. So, yeah, you know, that's how I feel. I just feel like the, you know, the, the, the coaching philosophy and the system is inflexible. And, um, you know, that's where I think the gap is, to be frank. And, um, you know, I'll let you, let you guys go and, and do what you do. I appreciate I, it. And I didn't wish you Happy New Year last time. So, happy belated New Year's. Thank you, Raider Rock. Appreciate you. Happy New Year's to you, my man in Seoul, Korea. My man does big things with Nike. So whenever I start talking about Nike, that makes Raider Rock call in. I appreciate you. Look, I think talking about the coaching is fair. I really do. And that's all I ever ask on the show, regardless if you agree with me, disagree with me. I just ask to be fair. And I think that there's a good question now about the coaching because this is the thing. If you move on from the quarterback that's been here the last nine years, like the Raiders have, you're saying – I can go out and find the guy that's better. I have an idea who's better, and I'm going to bring him in. You're saying that, right? I mean, if you go – it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in. If you remove someone from a position, that means that you have plans of bringing in someone better. So now it's on you. It's on you to go and find that better guy. And if you don't, it's on you. I mean, that's, that's on your resume. That's on your watch. So I think that Coach McDaniels is a good coach. I've said that before. I know there's others that think that he's not, and that's okay. But he has to prove it now because he's already, he's already made one massive move. So now that you make that massive move, regardless if we, the public, agree with it or not, now it's, it's time, like my man Pete North Carolina says, it's, it's show and prove time. You've got to show and prove that you have a plan. You don't have a plan. You have the plan, and you have the guy in mind. So – there's going to be speculation of who's going to be the next guy. I, it doesn't matter to me who the next guy is as long as it's the right guy, whether it's a two-year gap guy or it's a long-term solution guy. Whoever the next guy is, it can't be like, well, this guy's just holding down the fort for the next Like, it can't be just a guy. It can't be a jag. It can't be, you know, and Raider Rock, to answer your question about the backup quarterback in Miami, that's Skylar Thompson, third-string quarterback out of Kansas State. He's a rookie. And he damn near won a game. Damn near won a game. Real quick, I noticed something for the on the Miami Dolphins yesterday, and it was also it was not a good thing that I noticed him. But I saw Lester Cotton on the field, and it was often he gave up a pressure, but it was still wow. I didn't know that Lester Cotton. I know that you know obviously the Raiders waved him, but it was like good for Lester Cotton out here in a playoff game. I don't know. That was just something I that I noticed that got, on the TV. Yeah, no, no, I saw him too. A couple people hit me up about him. And, look, he, he made a lot of noise in, in training camp. We talked about him a lot. We thought he was going to be a good, uh, a good piece on that Raider offensive line. Then he got hurt and he wasn't available. And then he got released. Uh, I heard, and I'm not 100% sure. I have to go back and double check. I heard that he got a, a contract extension today. That, um, you know, because he was, he was, like, in the final year of his deal. So I heard that he's at least getting brought back. I think Joe Shad, uh, who covers the, covers the Dolphins, I want to say he reported that. I have to double check. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, there's a lot of people that, that hit us up about different Raiders that they saw in the playoffs, especially with the Seahawks when you had John Abram. Um, Tanner Muse was out there. Uh, who else? Bruce Irvin. But Bruce Irvin was a, a former Seahawk and then a Raider and then a Falcon. 
and then, oh, whatever, and then back to the Seahawks. But Tanner Mews was in there because he had to be. He was in there because of injury, and he did okay. Jonathan Abram, I think he actually has a better role with the Seahawks than he does with any team. He definitely fits with the Seahawks. So, you know, there's, there's that. But, yeah, there's, going back to the conversation about the quarterback, all pressures on this coaching staff and the front office to be 100% honest about getting the right guy. If all of a sudden they go back and you start seeing a carousel of quarterbacks like you saw before, Carr, man, there's going to be there's going to be some heads that are going to roll. I don't I don't believe they can go back to that carousel. Oh, having this this bridge gap guy, this stop gap guy. Oh, this guy will be the guy for a year. This guy will be the, they got to have continuity, man. They've got to be able to find the guy. That's going to be on the coaching staff. 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Juan the Smasher. What's on your mama, man? What's up, Q? What's going on? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. How you doing? I know that's right. Hey, Q, I'm doing good. But to answer your question, Q, I think we're a quarterback away and a linebacker and a, and a, and a defensive interior guy. That, that's what that, – because we're right there, Q. We got the players. We got the guys in offense. And as long as we can get that defense fixed, and we get that quarterback, man, we're going to be all right. I'm not even tripping if we get Tom Brady because he's going to have to be throwing darts. So, you know, he, he's an old man, but he can still get it done. So, if we can get fix that defense, we're going to be all right. And and that's all I got to say, Q. And other than that, DeMond, them stakes, man, you have me dying. And let's go, baby. Let's go, Raiders. He probably had whoever ate that steak dying too. He saw the video like that I posted. Life. I posted it on IG. Juan the Smasher. He, oh no! He liked it. He liked and commented on it. Thanks for the support on IG, Juan Smasher. Oh no! <laughs> I don't have that, or I don't. I don't. I don't use Instagram. But I can only imagine what the video looked like. What was it like, Juan? Uh, it was definitely meat. That's what I said in the video. It was real chewy. You know, but I I, I chronicled you know me going to the to the frozen section in Dollar Tree. Grabbing the stakes, the initial tweet that I saw had that up too because you know I didn't come up with this by myself. Obviously, I saw it on Twitter. You know, on Twitter, it's a slippery slope. Sometimes you're getting information about Lester Cotton being signed to a future deal with the Dolphins, and sometimes you say, "Huh, Dollar Tree's got steak, huh?" I mean, you know, it's good and evil. No, Tamon, you should know better. You, you're you're a veteran when it comes to Twitter. You knew nothing good could come from Twitter when you found out that Dollar Tree had a steak. Not even a I little just, bit curious, Q. Say. Not even a little bit curious. No. <laughs> no. I know what to expect. Like you said, your your best reply to it was, it's meat. It's chewy. Like, that's your response? Yeah, Q, it was for an experiment. It wasn't my actual dinner for the night. Man. Oh, man. Went over to Popeye's. Oh, Damon. Now that hit the spot. That tells you all you need to know when you went from steak to Popeyes. Oh, you too good for Popeyes? No, but if you have a steak dinner, most people would believe that you didn't need Popeyes. It wasn't for dinner, Q. I knew it wasn't gonna be good. I wasn't expecting to go into Dollar Tree. Anyway, even though you knew it wasn't gonna be good. Yeah, Q it was for the joke. How many times have you said that in your life? How many times have you said that in your life? Well, I knew it wasn't gonna be good, I just did it anyway. I went in with a specific purpose. We were talking about it in a group chat of mine. We were laughing about it. I was like, I should do this, right? And they're like, yeah, you got to do it. You got to record it. So it was, it was more of like – Were you in was, a group chat with some 12-year-olds? Uh, yes, we are very immature. So we, uh, it started from the group chat over to, hey, man, I'm going to do this and I'm going to record it. 
So, no, there was never any intent on oh, this man. is going to be a life-changing stake. It was me joking around in the I'm group chat to. I'm going to do this. I'm going to record this. Me and my 12-year-old group chatters are going to like this. I'm going to record it. No wonder you guys communicate and you guys get dates through memes, man. Y'all ain't got no sense. That just backs up every conversation I've always had. Man, oh, man. 416 is the time. We're at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. We want to hear from you. 702-365-9200. And we don't want to hear about dollar stakes. We don't. We want to hear about the Raiders. What do you think the gap is like between the Raiders and the rest of the teams, the best teams in the AFC, the Bills, the Bengals, the Chiefs? Also, are you paying attention to tonight's game a little bit more because of the Tom Brady speculation? Let us know about it. It's Raider Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Inside the Underground Lounge, Oyo Hotel and Casinos, where we're at. Checking out VGK and the Dallas Stars right now. They're down 1-0. Second period, about 8-13. They've only had about eight shots on goal, so Vegas got to handle their business. They got to start firing up some shots. We also got some college troop action going. Western Kentucky and FAU knotted up at 16 in the first. 9.49 to go in the half. Going to have football on, obviously. That's what we're here for, Monday Night Football. Tampa Bay and the Cowboys. Closing out Super Wild Card Weekend. And one of the questions I threw out there, are you watching this game a little bit closer because of the speculation with Tom Brady? Who's going to be the Raiders quarterback next year? Who knows? But, of course, his name is associated with the team. Jimmy G's name is associated with the team. There's other quarterbacks. I've seen guys talk about Lamar Jackson. I don't think that that's realistic. You'd have to give up an arm and a leg for him, and I don't think the Raiders have the team to do that, but that's just me. I could always be wrong. I didn't think when push came to shove they were going to get Devontae Adams, and, well, number 17 is playing for the Raiders, so I could be wrong. I have no problem with that. It's going to be interesting. I do believe that the next guy's got to be the right guy, though. I will say that. And I don't care if it's a two-year right guy, but they got to have a two, a, 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 the right guy. They can't take a step backwards at the quarterback position. That's exactly what they can't do. On the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r Jordan, Jordan in southern Utah says, Q, I'm 1,000% focusing in on the Bucks game tonight. I truly am believing that Brady will be on the Raiders next year because of the obvious connection between him and McDaniels, but also Mark Davis. I think bringing in Brady and a right guard and investing in draft capital and dipping into the free agent market can get the Raiders to be on the same level as the Bengals and the Bills and the Chiefs. That's from Jordan in southern Utah. So he's 1,000% watching the game tonight, focusing on what Brady can do. And look. Brady completed a whole lot of passes this year, due for a whole lot of yards. So he's old, but he's kind of like the old man at the YMCA, right? You're like, well, oh, that dude, he's too old. He ain't got it no more. But he got that old man strength, right? He got that old veteran in him where maybe he ain't. Remember when, like, Jordan was getting older? And Jordan wasn't necessarily taking it to the rim and dunking on you, but he had that pretty fadeaway that you couldn't stop. So he still knew how to get 35 points a game. It just didn't look the same, right? He didn't, he didn't jump. He didn't. It wasn't Air Jordan, but it was still Jordan, still nice, still helped win championships, <laughs> right? Just, just wasn't above the rim. You know, at some point, you ain't got to be above the rim anymore. You get smart. So Brady still has that. So that's one thing that I'll definitely be paying attention to. But want to hear from you, 702-365-9200. Let's talk to Raider Ron. Welcome to the show, my man. What's on your mind? Raider Ron, are you there? Yes, I am. How you doing, Q? All right. Oh, there you are, Raider Ron. What's up? Hey, how you doing, man? We're working on our new studio, man. So we got we're working out the That's kinks. Cool. That's cool. Hey, uh, I think yeah. we're uh, 
I think that we're a, a, a linebacker to a safety, a corner, uh, maybe an edge rusher away on the defense. And I think also if something happens where we don't get Brady or we don't get Garofalo or, or some, I think Gerald, Gerald Stidham is still serviceable. So I don't know. I, think, I don't think we're that far away. Okay, let me ask you this. If Jared Stidham was the quarterback, the starting quarterback in 2023, would you be would you be behind that? Yeah, I would. I mean, if if, if we couldn't get Brady okay. or if we couldn't get Garoppolo, I I you know, I think Stidham is uh, he understands the system. Um mm-hmm. and I think that he's serviceable. I think, you know, if if if, if worse comes to worse, I, I I don't think we're any, you know, we're out anything. I I think he would do a good job for us. Okay, gotcha. Good stuff, Raider Ron. Thanks for the call, my man. I appreciate you. Who'd you say is up next, Damon? Dino in Toronto. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Thank hey, you. What's up, Damon? What's going on, you uh, guys? Man, you guys, you guys cracked me up, man. I tell you, I can't wait. You guys get syndicated, man. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna blow up like big time. But great show. I love it. I uh, love the energy. Uh, just real quickly, one thing I noticed over the weekend, you know, there was a lot of guys that probably didn't belong starting, but looked like they belong playing in the in the playoffs. Primarily that QB in Miami, man, like that kid really showed up. I mean, I think he, was he drafted after Birdie or, or or before him? But anyways, he must have been either the second last guy taken. But I think it's about not making mistakes, and we made a lot of mistakes this year as a team, and I think that was just the system that we're in, but. We're not that far off, you. I, I, I think that I think that with the right couple of you know moves, I think this team is going to be back on track. I mean, it's a, it's a fine line between you know six wins and ten wins. I mean, we saw it this year, but I honestly believe though that Tom Brady is going to be a Raider. Um, the writing's on the wall. I think it's the worst kept secret, but um, we'll have to wait and see about that. Anyways, love the show. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And, yeah, he was – Skylar Thompson was drafted a few picks before Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, the very last pick uh, in the seventh round. And then uh, and Skylar Thompson went uh, pick number 247 overall, uh, again, in the seventh round. So he was just a few picks right before Brock Purdy, which is crazy, right? Both guys play in the, in the, um, in the Shrine Bowl, which we'll be talking to Eric Galco coming up on Wednesday's show about the East-West Shrine Bowl. That's going to be taking place February 2nd right here at Allegiant Stadium. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he went out there and he, he showed what he had. And he was a good little player at K-State. I think that, you know, Mike McDaniel, uh, coach of the, of the Dolphins, didn't really do him a, a, a lot of favors with a couple of the calls that he had, having him throw the ball out of the in, end zone. And he really, he had him go deep on, uh, on a play out of the end zone that just didn't make a whole lot of sense and uh, really set, set uh, Buffalo up for success and uh, gave him an opportunity to go down there and score, and that's exactly what they did. So, I think there was a couple of coaching mistakes in that game. I think we saw a couple of coaching mistakes throughout the course of the weekend. But all in all, I thought it was a pretty good weekend of NFL action. Uh, so we'll see. But, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of conversation about, you know, who the quarterback's going to be, what the quarterback's going to look like, uh, and who knows who it's going to be. But I know that one of the guys that is talked about is going to be playing tonight as the Buccaneers host the, the Cowboys. And it's so funny. And we'll talk about the game tonight. We'll do that. Matter of fact, in the next segment, we'll kind of go over what happened over the weekend, and then we'll talk about the game tonight. We'll do that coming up. I'll tell you, man, there's so many storylines that are going against the Cowboys tonight. You know, what they haven't done in a long time, how they haven't beat Tom Brady. They're on the road. They're this, that. 
Dak's throwing all these interceptions. It's, it would be so Cowboy-like for them to win this game tonight. Even though I'm going, thinking that Tampa Bay is going to win, I just said it a little while ago. People asking me, who I think is going to win. I think Tampa Bay is, but this is the game, style of a game that the Cowboys would just go and win, and it would be no big deal. But we'll get back to your calls and we'll text uh, 702-365-9200. Also, our adobebroke.com text line, 69187, keyword R&R. We'll also go over uh, the weekend that was as far as Super Wild Card Weekend and tonight's game, Cowboys Buccaneers. We'll do it all next here on Radio Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. We're inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino, the Underground Lounge. We do this every single Monday night for Monday Night Football. Tonight it's going to be Tampa Bay and Dallas. Dallas goes in as a couple-point favorite. Hell, Tampa Bay didn't even go 500, but they're hosting the game as the division champs. That division was not very good, but they have Tom Brady going up against Dak Prescott. The storylines kind of write themselves. I'm not a big, firm believer in the Cowboys because, well, they just – Dak's turned the ball over a lot, you know. All the storylines are there. They got the defense. They got this, that, and the other. But just something about the Cowboys I really don't trust. But clearly I'm not the only one. Right now I'm sitting here at the table because sometimes we get to like to get a little freaky around here. We just do, you know, kind of different things that our producer, Damon Cotton, back in the home studio is not a big fan of. But it's all good. What's, what's your name, my man? My name is D.C. Sean. D.C. Sean in the building. Let's give D.C. Sean a round of applause. He's here at the Underground Lounge. So, my man, we were talking about, just off air, we were talking about the game Tampa Bay and Dallas, and you asked me who I had, and I said Tampa Bay, and you kind of gave me the nod like you believed that. What are your thoughts on tonight's game? I mean, I just don't think he bet against Tom Brady. Uh, the experience that he's put in, the years that the the years that he, he's put in, their offense is is it's on a different level than, than other teams. Um, you have a Dallas team that's coming in with the defense. Um, Dak Prescott, uh, and I'm an Ohio guy. So I see you got the Ohio uh, State. You're repping the Ohio so State. I love Ezekiel. Um, I love what he comes with, his enthusiasm, his enthusiasm to the game. But uh, I just don't bet against Tom Brady. That's just how I see it. No, that, that makes a whole lot of sense. So since you're an Ohio State guy, let me ask you about C.J. Stroud. He declared for the NFL today. What are your thoughts on him as a, as a quarterback in the NFL? I think he'll be a great, good good leader. Um, he brings that type of enthusiasm to the team. Um, he's a young guy. Um, nowadays you need that in, in the league. Um, yep. You need a runner. You need somebody that has confidence. And, and I think C.J. Stroud brings that. I like it. I like it a lot. Again, we're talking to my man D.C. Sean here in the Underground Lounge in the Oil Hotel and Casino. We do this every single Monday night. Tampa Bay and Dallas is going to be the, the game. Was there any game this weekend that you saw – really stood out to you that you were like yeah that game was it um yeah there was definitely um well <laughs> let's talk about the titans uh <laughs> how'd you how'd you know hold on i gotta cut you off how'd you know my man in studio is a titan fan you're gonna get him feeling some kind of way now titans uh <laughs> like the way they use derrick henry um i don't know if that's the way you need to use a guy um he's an older guy he's he's a veteran in the game but you have to give him the ball. You have to feed him the ball. And that's the thing about Derrick Henry, and I don't think they fed him the ball enough. Um, Jaguars, how about that? Yeah, yeah, they came back and beat the Chargers. What do you think about I, that comeback? I think I might need to grow some hair. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a bald head guy. Uh, no. <laughs> you uh, trying to look like Trevor Lawrence? Uh, no, I mean, maybe I need to grow hair. There you uh, go. He, he's a great guy. He brings that 
not only the enthusiasm, his leadership skills are second to none. And um, that's what I love about that guy. Nice, nice. All right. Um, but before you let me go, yeah, if yeah. nobody minds, Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah, that's your squad, right? That is my squad. All right. We didn't get to bring uh, Deshaun in to show what he may or may not be able to do. Right. Um, and right now, I think you need to give the guy more time um, to see what he can do. Well, he's got the time. He's got the contract, right? So he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's, it's all about the money, right? Yeah, they gave him that. They gave him the. They they rolled out everything, man. They they got uh they got hotels in his name right there in Cleveland. Mm. I guess mm. they gave him everything. So you, how do you think he's gonna look next year, though? How do you think the Browns will look with Deshaun, with Nick Chubb? You know, with with the with the team. I think everybody but Clowney probably coming back. I, honestly, I feel like Kevin Stefanski um, should maybe give up the offensive duties to someone else. Okay. Um, Nick Chubb is a is always been a beast. Um, Kareem probably may or may not play for our team next year. Yeah. Um, but you got a guys like Amari, and you got, of course, um, our tight ends that that always show up every weekend, and and that's what we're looking forward to. All right. Well, there it is. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for your time. DC Sean, let's go ahead and give it up for my man here at the Underground Lounge. Thank you, DC Sean. That's what's up. That's how it is, man. Sometimes you just got to pull up, pull up a chair and be like, what up, though? You know, and just go ahead and say what's on your mind. And so my man uh, broke it down right there. We appreciate him. We sent him home with the Hooters 2023 calendar, uh, him and his lady. Uh, we sent him home with some Hop Valley, some Hazy IPA. We sent him home with a Hooters beanie. Oh, just friends. Just kidding. We're always just friends, right? We're always just friends. <laughs> I got a guy in the studio right now, Damon, who's been friends with Kayla for like 20-something years. Man. He's best friends with Kayla. He ain't never going to get the bag, you know what I mean? Just, uh, just <laughs> she said that but it's because, you know why he's in? Because, but at least your friend, D.C. Sean, ain't going to Dollar Tree and getting a dollar steak, right? I mean, he going to get What are you doing right now? <laughs> you just throwing me completely under the bus. <laughs> You threw yourself under the bus. You done put it out on social media that you went and got a Dollar Tree steak. Come on, ain't getting no love. As a joke, as a joke, I mean, AQ, we were talking about it during the break, man. I was going to take his one glass. Might have to straighten you out when you come back in the studio tomorrow. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Damon apparently is taking up, uh, he's going to start fighting. And he's going to be boxing. He went and bought a lot of equipment. Let's talk about that, Damon. We got some time. Let's talk about your boxing. You and Brian Salmon, who's a good friend of the show. He's on the show. We're going to have to get Brian on, too. I got to get his thoughts because he fights all the time. He's boxing. He's got the headgear. He's always working out. You know, he's he's that guy. So now you're going to start sparring with him? Or what's the case? What's going on? Yeah, he posted on his Instagram story. He was like, if anybody in media wants to, you know, get the work, you know, hit me up. And I said, hey, I'm in media. I hit him up. He says, Tuesday, we're going to be working now. He was like, it's probably just going to be, you know, some bag work hitting the mitts. But he said, if we spar, he'll take it easy on me. And I, the competitor in me already came out. You got to take it easy on me. I don't care if it is the first day. So, oh, so you're going you to take a whooping on day one? Come on, Demar. Well, 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 James, what you talking about? You don't believe in me either? No, man, I believe I mean, I believe in the guy that's been doing this, like, all the time. This is day one for you. You know, you got to be able to walk before you can run. Jeez, man. He's got a fight coming up in February, and you know I'll be the I'll be the test to see where he's at. Me as guy who's coming in off the street, I'll be the test to see if he's ready. I don't think that's a good test. That's the test. Yeah, if that's the <laughs> test, he's already cheating. <laughs> Brian better get some more competition before. So he, I mean, he's got a real fight coming up. We're gonna have to get Brian on the show. 
We'll have to schedule him tomorrow on the show to talk about this. <laughs> now, seriously, so what time are you squaring up with Brian tomorrow? Uh, around 11 o'clock. So uh, we'll right, see. So I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to put my manager duties. I'm going to put my manager cap on real quick. I'm going to take my uh, on-air personality cap, cap off and get my manager duties. Okay, so Damon is squaring up. He's starting this at 11. Remember, our show starts at 2. So I'm just doing the math. Okay, 11 o'clock. How long do these things normally last? I mean, depending on how long I want it to last, I guess. I think I can get in and get a good session in about an hour. Okay, so let's just say an hour. So he takes an hour ass-whooping. So I'll be 12. Are you, gonna, are you planning on going home and cleaning up? Yes. So how long does that take? I'm just curious. Right, Estimation. You don't, have to give me, you don't have to give me exact time. I mean, How long do you think it'll take you to, to leave after getting whooped for an hour, go home, clean up, change everything, on, and then prepare to head to the radio station? Oh, yeah, that could probably be done in about 20 minutes. Oh, so it only takes you about 20 minutes to, to – so if you, you go for an hour and then 20 minutes cleanup time, and then you'll be headed to the station? Yeah, I'll, I'll be in before 1, guaranteed. Oh, okay. So cool. So we'll have a good, you know, hour and 15 minutes maybe uh, pre- preparation before the show. That's, Here you go, good. Q. I'm such, the, I'm such a model. a fantastic em- show tomorrow. <laughs> I'm such a model employee, Q. I'm going to come in before I go hit the mitts. There you go. There's the dedication. There you go. There's your prep. I like it. I like hey, it. I like it. So all the all the loose ends you're going to tie up before you go take a whooping. There's now, no, no whooping being taken. Okay, good. I, I don't want you to get whooped. What's do I need on? to bring in, like, uh, some ice packs or anything? Just like, are, Do you have some, something to protect your head? I don't want your eyes to be swollen tomorrow. Do I need to get some dollar steaks from the dollar steak house and, and so you can put them <laughs> on your face or something? I did not buy headgear. I mean, it was, I was already going up. It was getting a little pricey. So uh, I did. I decided to skip the headgear. So hopefully they'll have some. That's like the most. Me. That's like a football player saying, "I don't. I didn't get my helmet." But I got everything else. I mean, you can have the pads and the cleats, but if you ain't got no helmet, what do you got? Hey, maybe I'll You're be not protecting yourself. Maybe I'll be like Rocky. That you know worked out for him in the movies. You know, just you know, boom, take a beat, boom, boom, come back. You know, with the one good punch at the end. Man, you are going to take a whooping. By a guy that's going to have all the equipment on, and you're only going to be half equipped. You know, you got to have your equipment when you go to battle, man. It's something that, you know, my grandmother told me, my daddy told me, my mama told me. Don't go to battle without your equipment. You always got to have it, and there's no excuses for not having your equipment. You can always pick up some equipment from the corner store, man. You got to be able to get your headgear, dude. Well, you know, Q, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that you know it'll be one of it's a pro. It's a pro boxing trainer that he trains with. You know, this guy's trained pros. I think they'll be able to give me a little, you know, a piece of a piece of headgear, or maybe it'll right. just be, hey, Demond, just hit the mitts today. Let's see what the hands looking like. They gonna they gonna say, hey, this your, this can't be his first day. I think it's gonna be one of those situations where you know okay. it'd be like he's a natural. Do me a favor because I want you to come back to the show and I want you to be in your you know have your whole set of mind and everything. Don't. Get in the ring without the headgear, man. Don't do any do anything else. Do the bags. Do whatever. Do you can do your one arm push ups. You can do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Jump rope all you want. That's fine. But don't get into the ring without the headgear. I'll post a video of me hitting the speed bag. You know, really impress everybody out there. Well, I, post know, a video of you hitting the speed bag, not the speed bag hitting you. Like lightning. You know out that here. thing, man. You might start hitting that thing a couple times. It might just bounce back and hit you up in the uh, up in the face, man. Yeah, I'm really expecting to be a natural. Uh, you okay. know, your worries are. I am very worried. I'm very concerned <laughs> about you. 
No need. Come out of the weekend. You come out of the holiday weekend. You're telling me that you had a dollar steak, and now you're telling me that you're about to start boxing. Like you're making a bunch of bad decisions, man. I I I might need to stage an intervention for you. I like to live dangerously. 4:45 is the time. <laughs> Dangerous he is. He's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I'm at the Oyo, the Underground Lounge. We're hanging out here. My man, D.C. Sean, just hung out with us for a little while. And you can hang out with us, too. Come on by. Say what's up. Get hooked up with some of these prizes. Radio Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. A few minutes left in today's show. We're here at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Monday Night Football, the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Super Wild Card Weekend gets wrapped up. Got a couple questions that I want to throw out there to you, Devon. One off the don'tbebroke.com text line. One I got by way of Twitter. My man Juan hit me up and said, would Tom Brady winning tonight hurt the chances of the Raiders getting them? What are your thoughts on that? I don't believe that it hurts their chances of getting them because ultimately I don't think that they that they win a Super Bowl. Now, if they win a Super Bowl, I think he would definitely be compelled to stay in Tampa Bay. But I don't think, you know, if they beat the Cowboys this week and then go on and lose to the Eagles next week, I don't think that that's going to change his decision. Okay. Sounds good. And I, I don't know even what the decision is, right? I don't even know if there's interest. I just know there's a lot of conversation, right? And when I don't mean conversation between the team and him. I just mean conversation out there in the universe. There's a lot of conversation about it. So I think that that's something that you can't ignore it because it's there. It's the obvious. But I don't even know if that's the direction that the team is going to go. I have no idea. That's why I think this offseason is going to be so fascinating just to see exactly what it looks like. What is the plan? Like I said, when the decision was made to sit Carr down, I said, all right, they've got to have the plan, not a plan, the plan. There's a big difference. I just want to see what the plan looks like as it's unfolded so a couple questions that i threw out there what's the gap look like in your opinion between the raiders and the best teams in the afc between the bills the Bengals, and the chiefs and also are you paying attention to this game a little bit closer because of the brady effect just because you want to see what he brings to the table if he is a a guy that's on the radar for the silver and black vegas pete said he was talking about brady he said brady can read a defense and has the fastest release time in the nfl so he ha- doesn't need to be mobile. Turns out Carr pouts and soaks when the coach criticized him. And I'm sure that's based and that's from Vegas Pete on the don'tbebroke.com text line. I'm sure it's based off the uh, article that he read from Hondo, and I know there's been a lot of response uh, on that article that Hondo put out on SI.com, and we might go over it maybe tomorrow or whatever and talk about it a little bit. I don't really have a lot of time to break it all, all down. I did read it and check it out, see what he had to say. I know he's got a lot of good things, like Vinny Bonsignor has a lot of good things to say. Vic Tafer, Deshaun Reed do a really good job covering the Raiders. I'm just glad I get to sit back and just talk about them. I can read everybody's articles and just talk about it. I don't have to worry about doing all the reading stuff. But if you're looking for that article, it is called What Went Wrong with the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr. Uh, Hondo put it out on SI.com probably about six or seven hours ago. So you can check it out. If you'd like. Uh, what else we got here on the don'tbebroke.com text line? Oh, Damon, we went over our, our, our games last week. Uh, who, do you, who did you have tonight? I got the Cowboys. Oh, okay, so that was one of our differences because I got Tampa Bay winning tonight. What else was one of our differences from the weekend? Minnesota versus the Giants. 
Oh, you took Minnesota? Yes, because we had start we had started the pick. No excuses because I thought, hey, maybe they could win. But we were picking the same games, and I was like, I got a zig, you know, at least once. Right. Okay. So, but you picked the Cowboys tonight. I'm confident about this one. Okay, so we could still end the week tied because I picked the. So far, I haven't lost yet, which is you know that's uh that's the kiss of death right there. Me saying that I haven't lost. It's like saying, oh, this guy's hit 99 free throws in a row. Then he's going to miss because that's what someone said. But, um, yeah, so I've, I've gotten all the games right so far this weekend, and I picked Tampa Bay to win this one. So this will probably be the one I'm wrong in, and then you'll be right, so we'll be tied coming out of the weekend. So there's that. So we'll, we'll obviously go over that on tomorrow's show. Uh, we had John McClain from the gallerysports.com and Sports Radio 610 today, so we won't have him up on tomorrow's show, but we'll have plenty of good guests. And I'm telling you, man, we got to get Brian Salmon on the show. Because I want to hear about your adventures with uh, with the boxing. You also said earlier today that you wanted to bring up something, some kind of TV show that you're watching. And I don't and I I don't know what you and Jared between you and Jared, and just kind of peeking behind the scenes, Raider Nation. Damon and Jared have been doing some weird stuff at the station all day. Like there's videos of Lindsay dancing, and trying to do a gritty that was pretty bad, and they're in my office. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's a cool video from my office. But it's all good. So you and Jared looked a little little guilty earlier today when you were talking about some TV show that you wanted to mention. So what show was it now that we're at the end of the show? All right, Q. So people probably think that I'm going to talk about The Last of Us, the HBO series that's adapted from a video game. But no, 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 no. Another show debuted last night that had me hooked from beginning to end. The Learning Channel, TLC. You know them from their hits, 90 Day Fiance. You know, all of these hits, all the hit shows that the TLC has. But Q, they debuted something. Those are terrible shows, by the way. They debuted something last night, and on the title alone, I had to check it out. This is the power of advertising and social media. Milf Manor. Yes, Q. Yes, that is the title of the show. I'm not going to say it again. You all heard me the first time. Where you have eight women looking for love on an island. But here's the twist, Q. The other eight contestants are the women's sons. Crazy. Wait, what? You, yes, you heard me. So you have these guys, you have these women, they're on the island. It's like, oh, we're going to be looking for some young guys. And then their sons are the, are the guys there. So you've got these dudes macking on other dudes' moms. It's a, it's a crazy concept for a TV show. But I'm hooked for as long as this show's going to be on the air. I got to see what happens. So what happened last night? <laughs> Okay. I mean, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. So here was, here was the part where we're like, we're off to the races. This show is wild. To determine who would get the best suite in this villa that they're staying in, the moms had to be blindfolded and tell which one is their sons by touching their bodies with their shirts off. The show is cuckoo. Oh, I'm out. It's, it's, I'm, yeah, it's I'm cuckoo. I'm already out. I'm out. It's I'm cuckoo, right? I'm already out. Oh, no, I'm, I'm all the way in. TLC, the, the Learning Channel. They, does, no, <laughs> I've learned that I'm not going to watch that. That doesn't make any sense. I know. Not even a little so, bit. So these moms had to touch their kids. Hey, hey, let's not, you know, these are all adults, okay? Okay, but they're their kid. <laughs> okay, their son, sorry. Yes. And then you've got guys that's like, you know, hey, man, like, get away from my mom. You've got moms like, yeah, my son's not going to go for this, this type of a woman. It's uh, I've been telling everybody at work today. I'm trying to see who I can get to join in on the show with me. Well, the good thing is there's nobody at work today. Oh, no, there were people. Well, everybody that I saw today. 
there was a very small select group that came in today. Kevin seemed interested. I'm sure Kevin did. <laughs> Kevin is the kind of guy that I would expect to enjoy a show like that. That doesn't sound good at all. That sounds like a bunch of terrible TV. Reality TV is getting so wild now. I mean, they, it's like they got to keep up in the ante. You know, wow. I mean, I, that's I, awful. I don't know how I don't have you hooked already. Uh, you, no, you know what you've done? You've saved me like 30. How long are these shows run? 30 minutes? Uh, it's an hour, but I had it recorded, so I skipped through the commercials. Okay. You just saved me an hour of my life where I know that if I see it, I could just go past it and say this is not what I'm stopping on. I'd rather go watch a rerun of Law & Order SVU from, like, season four than go and see something like that. That sounds terrible. That's a terrible concept, terrible show, terrible for anyone who would be on that show. People will do anything to have their name out there. I'm telling you, man, between all those, like, married at first sight or whatever those things are, like, the wife watches those all the time. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know how hard it is to be married with somebody that you actually know and got to know for a while, let alone, oh, I'm just, hey, I just met you. I'm going to marry you. That's dumb. Those are those shows are the worst. Uh, yeah, it's, my man said it's a convenience. I guess so. And now Damon is hooked. Damon is hooked on convenience. What's that show called again? Milf Manor. Sundays, yeah. check it out. I will be. Yeah. How, and then it's on Sundays, too? None of that goes together. None of that makes any kind of sense. I'm not watching that. I am going to watch the Cowboys in Tampa Bay Monday Night Football. That's what I'm. That's the reality show that I want to see. I want to see Monday Night Football, super wild card style, Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott, the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. We're going to do it right here at the Underground Lounge at the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Come on by and hang out with us. The Radio Nation Radio 920. We'll be back tomorrow.